Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, Vanessa, it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about being for example. Is your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you. 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 Say it like you mean it. This is my body. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 117. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So, the last few episodes have been um, heated, I guess, is the nicest way to describe it. Uh, have been pretty intense, um, hit some, some really uh, serious topics um, that have a tendency to get me pretty riled up and um, loud <laughs> and uh, so today we are going to we're gonna woosa woosa right and, and somebody asked me the other day they asked me what is woosa I don't remember who it was but somebody asked me somebody I, I don't know one of these young young guys at church that have not seen uh, Bad Boys. So um, I actually forgot to load this video up. So we are going to just really quick uh, live in uh, as we go. We are going to find this video and load it up and get it in here. Maybe. Um, yeah. So there we go. Let me... Let me show you guys, just give you a little taste of what it means to Wusa. 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 Okay, so that's Wusa. It is just, just let it go. Just. So today we're going to talk about some things that hopefully will not get me really heated. Uh, no, I mean, it's going to be, it's stuff that, 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 well, one is not real important. The other is, but should be a, a pretty mellow uh, conversation. So first off, um, if you know, you know, I got to just say thank you to Davey Marcello uh, for uh, popping this my way. This will soon be added to my t-shirt collection. I've been saying it for years. And uh, if you are a jazz fan uh, or a Bulls fan or a, just a basketball fan from back in the day, you know exactly what this is. If you're listening, you have no idea what this is. This is a t-shirt that says, he pushed off 1998. Yes, he did. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that dude's name the goat Michael Jordan um, last game against the Jazz uh, we're up by I by two um, maybe we were up by one I don't know it, I don't remember if it was a two or a three-pointer but uh, yes uh, Brian Russell was going that direction but it still doesn't change the fact that Jordan pushed off took the shot ended the game won the championship Put that jazz out. Uh, did not get to a game seven. All that good stuff. Um, if you know, you know. 
again. And so I am pretty sure that somewhere along the line in game, uh, was it game five, game six of the, uh, this year's, um, conference semifinals conference. Yeah. Jazz Clippers. Uh, Terrence Mann had to have pushed off at least 18 times. Right. So, um, yeah, my, my NBA playoffs are over. Um, not a big deal. Here, here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm a I'm a Broncos fan. I'm a Jazz fan. Uh, I've I've grown over the years to to appreciate the fact that my teams help me to deal with disappointment. And uh, you know, at least my Broncos have gotten a couple of uh, three, to be exact, uh, championships. Have we won three, four? We've yeah, uh, we've lost a lot more than we've won. Jazz, we just never seem to get there. We, uh, you know, made it to the big show twice, lost. Um, yeah, so there you go. But uh, my thing I wanted to kind of talk about today. So here's my here's my bracket for those of you who want to see it, um, who were wondering. Um, I was really good in the first round, <laughs> except for the Lakers. Come on, LeBron. You know, you want to be GOAT. Um, I picked you guys to beat the Suns because I needed you to beat the Suns. Apparently, I needed Denver to or uh, Dallas to beat the Lakers or the Clippers too. But um, yeah, so that was my only bad shot in the uh, in the first round, and the second round is just all nothing. I, I none of the teams I thought would go went anywhere. So we're, you know, it is so crazy to, to look at the way these um, these playoffs are, are lining up. But so, you know, it was it was a bummer to watch the game, uh, to watch the Jazz blow a 23-point lead at halftime and lose by 12 after all was said and done. Right? It, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, but I mean, about. 20 minutes later, life was back to normal. Here's what I don't get. And I've harped on this before in the past. I've actually had people. <laughs> I've been blocked and unfriended by. I'll probably get more hate over these comments than. Um, than anything I've said in the last couple of weeks. Right. Because people love their sports and they love their sports idols. Um, and I think sports becomes an idol for men and there's nothing wrong with enjoying sports. I love to watch sports. I love to watch basketball. I love to watch, uh, football. Um, I like to watch baseball if I'm in the, in the stadium and can participate because I'm like, you know, I'm like the 10th man, um, in the stands for whatever team I'm rooting for. And I like to get inside the heads. I'm, I'm like major heckler. Never really been a big fan of hockey, but again, when you're there and you're watching it, it's a whole different thing. I can't watch it on TV. Um, don't think I'll ever like soccer, but sports is not a bad thing. But here's the deal. Let me let me just give you my heat check and uh, and let you you know do your own little heart check. Um, if you if your team was any of these, which most of the people that I know, um, their teams are. I don't know any 
anybody who's been a huge Atlanta. Well, no, I know a couple of, of Hawks fans um, that are real excited to see the the Hawks and, and Milwaukee, you know, get it on there. Um, I don't know any Clippers fans. Uh, maybe one or two Suns fans. But most of the people I know, their teams are gone or have been gone. I understand. So here's the deal. If you're playing on a basketball team and you're in huge games and stuff like that and you lose and you cry or football, you know, I mean, uh, Tom Brady is, yeah, greatest of all time, quite possibly. Do I like the dude? Not at all. Do I think he's a crybaby? Absolutely. Him, LeBron, Cam Newton, the list goes on and on of the crybabies in, in the game. But here's the deal. If you're in the Super Bowl and you're leading at halftime or you're in here and you lose, I can understand emotion, crying, any of those things, sitting in the middle of the field like a four-year-old. Um, I get it. I get it. I can see. If you are a fan, if you are a spectator, if you have absolutely nothing to do with the outcome of the game that you are watching, and you cry at the end, okay, maybe for a minute. I, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I can give you that. I have watched many of my teams take either huge leads or just brutal losses. I mean, 54 to 10. That's a number that I remember for a long time. If you If you hear noise in the background, they're doing siding on my house, so I apologize. Um, right? I mean, I can, and I've never, ever, ever have I shed tears when a team that I like has lost a contest. I don't know that I've ever been involved in a competition. I played football in high school. I played, um, you know, that was really the only sport that I played and rifle team. Um, which is a whole different thing. There is no crying in a rifle team. Um, I don't think I even cried when we would lose in, in, in a football game. Um, right? I just... I have to say it. If, if tears were shed because your team lost and you weren't involved in that, you may need to check your emotional attachment and potential idolatry of said team. Just saying. I mean, I'm, maybe for a minute. I mean, if weeks later, you're still... And I mean, I joke about the... I mean, that's a great t-shirt. And I'm going to love wearing that. And it's going to get a lot of fun and, and, and so on. Um, and so I, I make jokes about Jordan pushed off and stuff like that. I'm, I'm still... I mean, I, I love the, that team. That was one of the greatest teams that that Utah Jazz team... Potentially, I mean, they were the only team that had the potential to beat the Bulls in that era, right? I mean, when you look at an all-time, if you're looking at the greatest of all time, right? I mean, LeBron doesn't even, that dude didn't even in my top 10 because all time is a long time. And when you go back in the day, I was just talking about this, chatting with it on, uh, with one of the guys on, on Facebook because, uh, 
watched a 12-minute clip of the hardest fouls in the NBA, and like the last seven were all Bill Lambeer, and uh, and Carl Malone was in there, right? I mean, all time is a long time. And you have players like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You have players like Wilt Chamberlain, Carl Malone, Michael Jordan, John Stockton, Charles Barkley, uh, and Pete Maravich. I'm trying to think of, of other ga- guys that go back even before um, the Malone era. You know, again, um, Kevin McHale, James Worthy. You know, these guys that were playing in the 70s, um, just Dr. J. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, will I give it to Jordan that he is likely the GOAT? Sure. Again, LeBron doesn't even show up in my top 10 when I when you look at the, the greatest of all time. And, and Carl Malone and John Stockton are on that list. Again, I mean, years ago, they did the top 50 players of all time, and you had guys like Barkley and... And I think Shaq was in there, and and Jordan, of course, and Stockton, and Malone, and um, James Worthy. I'm gonna name them all. Let's just repeat ourselves, right? So, all time is a long time, and uh, those teams were great. I can't imagine that I would still. I mean, if if you're still seriously, I mean, I again, I joke about it, but if you're still seriously, something is is eating up in you and 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 destroying you on the inside because of a team that you were a fan of lost. Therapy may be in order, or repentance for idolatry is seriously in order. Um, so yeah, I mean, my playoffs are over. Do I? Do, I don't have a dog in the fight anymore. Again, my, my bracket is, is completely destroyed. None of the people that I had in my uh, final round or the finals are there anymore. Everyone's gone. Utah, Lakers, Brooklyn, uh, Philly, all of them out. Bummer. But, I mean, I still want to see good ball. I mean, I'm still going to watch some of these games. I'm not going to be – I'm like not going to get up early and uh, watch them because I work graveyard shift, so I, I have to wake up. Um before I go to work at night and sometimes I have to get up early to watch the games that I want to watch. So, I mean, I'm not going to you know, be setting an alarm to watch the entire game anymore. I'm likely going to watch the highlights and stuff, but I want to see good, good competition and stuff like that. But you, it's a dude code violation. Uh, you know, I mean, I co-host a, another podcast called reform dads and, and we talk a lot about stuff that is, uh, you know, for dads and manliness and biblical manhood and stuff like that. And uh, so, I mean, I have no problem with emotions. I have no problem with, I mean, you've seen me get emotional. I mean, you've watched me in in many of these podcasts cry, yell, shout, uh, rant. I mean, emotions are a good thing. There's nothing wrong with emotions. Check them every once in a while. That's all I'm saying. Um, so again, I mean, I really, I, I, I brought, I bring this up and I talk about this because I just wanted to have something that wasn't going to get me um, emotional. <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm bummed. I'm bummed. The Jazz are out. I love those guys. Um, I'm really uh, nervous 
I guess, a little bit to see what the, the offseason is going to bring. Because, I mean, this team that we have is really good. And we've shown that we can, you know, dominate with the group that we have. But obviously, drafts are coming up. Trades are coming up. But we're not going to have the same configuration next year as we do now. Um, I'm really hoping that we keep Rudy. That we, I, I believe we've already signed, got Rudy and, and uh, Donovan for at least another season or two. So... Um, I would love to see Joe Ingles stay. Clarkson, we have to keep. All these people, you know, I really want to see them stick around. So I'm interested to see. I, and again, I got to say, I'm a little nervous about where uh, where it's going to go. Um, you know, we'll see. It, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'd love to see Damian Lillard in a jazz uniform, though. And I'm going to just leave it at that. And then we're going to talk about one last thing that, uh, yeah, this is... The, this could get a little heated. Um, happy Juneteenth. Um, the other day, the 19th, Saturday, I believe it was, was uh, Juneteenth. And it is now officially a a national holiday, which, what took you so long, right? Again, and, and here, there's a lot that can be said about this. Um, just the reactions to to people on the left and the right. So, um, you have the people on the left that are like, uh, you know, that they're like, oh, they're just throwing us bones. Could be true. I mean, again, depending on your viewpoint and where you stand, um, right. But I'm going to get in trouble for this. Um, right. It's, it's there. I mean, people have been clamoring for years about making Juneteenth a holiday. Now I understand. I, I absolutely well to the do to the extent that I can understand. We'll put it like that. And no, I'm not not claiming white guilt or any of those things. But I'm admitting that the fact that uh, being uh, someone who does not have the same content, the same amount of melanin within my pigmentation. Uh, I, I, I'm a white guy. So yeah, I don't, I don't know the, the internal, um, emotional dealings of, of black people when it comes to this. But all I know is people have been, been saying for years, make this a national holiday, make this a national holiday, make this a national holiday. They made it a national holiday. And then the same people are like, well, now we need, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're just giving us this, but but we we you know you ignoring this and this and this. Where's the reparations? Where's the where's the the legislation? Where's the, I mean, it's like you you can't have it both ways. Really, you can't. I mean, and people on the right do this too. I mean, they'll they'll do this and they'll they'll demand something, and then when it happens, they'll be like, well, what about this, this, and this? I mean, come on, can we not just go? Hey, it's about time. Thank you that you finally did this. You know, again, it's it's the politicization of is politicization a word? It is now, um, of everything. You know, and it's like we need this, we need this, but this isn't enough. We want the and then on the other side, I mean, come on, Candace Owens, really, really, 
What did what was the tweet? Juneteenth is so lame, is what she said. How is Juneteenth lame? I mean, and again, I'm not I'm not going to come at it from well, Candace, you're black. I mean, people's different black people have different black experiences than other black people, and your black experience is your black experience. And if if Candace Owen is that, but nobody white, black, or otherwise, should ever be saying that Juneteenth is lame. I mean, it is a significant day. It absolutely is. I mean, it is the day. So, almost two years. I I, I can't, I don't know the exact date that the uh, Emancipation Proclamation was signed, but it was in 1863. So, at least, I mean, you're looking at at least 18 months, if not almost or over two years I guess I probably should have looked that that specific date up, or maybe I shouldn't know. Um, but almost two years, two years, over two years, something that there were black people, slaves in Galveston, Texas, that had no idea that they had been free for almost two years. And on June 19th, 1865, was the day that word got... To them now, granted, we didn't. There was no internet, there was no Twitter, there was no Snapchat, none of these things to give the instantaneous de- delivery of of information. But still, two years to inform the people in in Texas that they were actually free. So it is a significant day, and there shouldn't be anybody. That is coming about and going, this is lame. This shouldn't be, this should absolutely be a holiday. And and again, it shouldn't be, people shouldn't be going, well, it should only be a holiday for black people, Jory Micah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be probably this evening um, after I sleep and when I get up and get ready to go to work. We're going to be live. Jory Micah's back. So stupid things Jory Micah says, our live broadcasts are coming back. And this is going to be probably the first one but we're not going to say that juneteenth should just be for black people that's going backwards it literally is i mean we're 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 literally going to go back into segregation and go this is only a holiday for you and not not for anybody else it's a significant day in this nation and everybody should recognize it everybody should celebrate it and celebrate it appropriately the same way that we we look at you'll see the 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 memes and stuff like that come around on Facebook and so on about Memorial Day and say remember it's it's not just a a, a weekend a day off a three day weekend and an opportunity to barbecue right there's a there's an appropriateness and a and a soberness to the celebration of Memorial Day that should happen I mean Veterans Day as well. And again, remember, Memorial Day is for those who gave everything and paid the price with their lives in battle for this country's freedom. That's Memorial Day. So I'm one of those. I mean, I'll never tell somebody, don't say thank you for your service. I mean, I, I'm, I, I gave, I served. I will appreciate anybody who wants to say thank you for my service. But my service is not what Memorial Day is about because I'm still alive and kicking. My service is Veterans Day. That's that's the day that, that, you know, I will 
change my profile picture and I will, you know, thank those who I served along with um, and accept the, and again, I accept the, the thank yous for your service anytime. It's, it's rude. Don't ever, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that when someone comes up to you on Memorial Day and says thank you for your service, go, oh, no, it's not about. Just say, you know, thank you, acknowledge it, you know, do the good old Chick-fil-A, my pleasure, whatever. But then we know, but understanding. But Juneteenth should have, I mean, it should be celebrated as, uh, as widely as the 4th of July. I truly think so. But there's a, a different, there's a, a soberness to Juneteenth that is different than the, the celebration of the 4th of July. They're both about freedom. I mean, we gain freedom from a tyrannical government through, you know, and that's what we celebrate on the 4th of July. But there are people that are, are celebrating a, a national freedom from oppression you know it would be the same thing as 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 the jews celebrating a holocaust day right it would that would that would be the same situation and so it would be you know abolitionists like myself the day that we can see roe overturned and abortion abolished will celebrate that day as well but there should be a soberness and there should be, I mean, have, have barbecues, have, have good times, have fun, but there should be a recognized soberness to the holiday of Juneteenth that says, and again, it's not, this is such a, a hard topic to talk about, Busa, right? But again, it's, it's not something that's going to anger me the way that other topics have. Um, I'm passionate about the way that I feel about Juneteenth. And, uh, so I I just completely lost my train of thought soberness to the holiday and celebrating, um, with an understanding that an entire people group were enslaved. And then finally, after their freedom, after everything that was done to gain their freedom, two years later, there were still people who were enslaved and so it is. It is a very significant day. I remember where I was going with it. It's also a, a time to recognize that America has screwed some things up. The church in America has screwed some things up. I mean, some of our greatest and, and most widely revered pastors from the past, Jonathan Edwards, namely, there's a couple others, I can't remember the, the names, but who were slave owners who should have known better, who should have recognized that the Bible did not support American-style or chattel-style slavery, transatlantic slave, this transatlantic slave trade. I won't credit that all to America. There were a lot of countries that were involved in that chattel-style slavery that was an abomination according to the Bible. But yet many Christians use the Bible, things like Philemon and, and so on, and other things in the Old Testament to defend the practice of slavery where they should have recognized that the slavery that is spoke of in the Bible and the slavery that was happening 
uh, in on, through the transatlantic slave trade were completely different. One was an abomination. One was a, a, a social construct that was really put in place in, in place of like a debtor's prison and, and kind of thing, an indentured servitude where there was a difference, you know, where, where slaves probably treated horribly, probably, but the, the, the man selling is what the Bible forbid. And this happened quite a bit. I mean, well, I mean, it was the, the, the core of the transatlantic slave trade was man selling, which the Bible forbids expressly. So again, can we look back and go, the church got it wrong, America got it wrong, sure. I have no problem with that. Now, when you start coming to me personally and saying, Norman, you have to uh, repent for it. Well, no, I don't. I've never owned a slave. I've never supported any of it. I've always, always recognized that it was, it was horrible and horrifying. I'm not complicit, you know, and neither were my grandparents and so on and so forth. And, you know, my grandparents were not complicit in Martin Luther King's murder, Tabidi. Um, you know, all these things that have come out and, and become part of this, this separating chasm, um, uh, in, especially in the church. You know, we've got people who are, are too proud to admit that the church did something wrong. And we have people who are so demanding that people who were not involved in the sin repent of the sin. And we have to come to it. We truly have to come to a place. And I'm, I hope that, that maybe somehow through Juneteenth, we can. I, I'm hoping that there is a, a, a healing and a um, reconciliation of the church along the lines of race um, over this and, and over this soon. So um, there we go. Wusa is done. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, let's, let's enjoy Juneteenth, uh, in the upcoming future. Enjoy your, your playoffs. Don't let your, your sports become an idol. Um, yeah. And all that stuff. Uh, just have a, have a good day. And, um, thank you for, for, for joining my Wusa podcast with no shouting which was very nice. My blood pressure appreciates it. Um, my niece who is taking a nap right now, absolutely appreciates it. And I hope y'all appreciated it next week. We'll be back to our regular, um, triggering, uh, content as long as, you know, Joe Biden and AOC and all those people have, have crazy things to say. Um, I will be here to respond to that. So, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, Hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. We are, I am, we are, we are, it's me, it's me. I'm, I'm the only one here. Um, I'm seven subscribers away from 200. Yeah, I know. That's with the fact that there are people out there that have millions upon millions. How many, how many subscribers does Bieber, those guys have like eight, nine million. Um, I'm excited about 200. So share this and let's see if we can get some more subscribers and get up to 200 um, and uh, and have that milestone. That would be really awesome. 
Um, so like, subscribe, uh, hit me up. If you have comments, you can follow me at the Masters Dog on Twitter, Norm Dunham on Facebook. I'm over as the Evangelical Norm on Gab. Um, I recognize that there's a whole lot of different handles that you're going to be looking for, but I'm out there. Just look me up. Norm Dunham, you can find me on all those places. Thank you for your time. Thank you for watching. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words because they're necessary. And if it's necessary, use amplification no matter what the cops say. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.